Hello. I was turned down. My knobs were turned down, Callum. <laughs> Sorry, right, now they're up. I was in discomfort. There was nothing to be heard of me. Yep. People would be worried. My mum would be. She would like me not to be. No. <laughs> <laughs> what does that even mean? Anyway, welcome know. back to all this week in history. Um, we have I don't know, 22 or 23 facts today. Um, some quite interesting ones, as always. Uh, I always get asked about on this week in history. I don't know if you know this, Ben, on my Friday show. Uh, and last week, I couldn't think of anything. Hmm. Isn't that awful? Hmm. I know the fact every week he's going to ask me, and I couldn't think of a single thing that I was going to talk about. <laughs> so I had to say, I can't think of anything. Mine goes blank. So I just talked about Scotland instead. So anyway, so tasty facts from the week ending March the 6th in history. And the first one we have, very interesting, very good local one for me and Callum, or Callum and I, Henry Seventh, Henry Tudor, uh, grants a John Cabot a commission to explore for new lands. Mm. Um, do you know where John Cabot came from? Probably Bristol. He came from Italy, and his real name oh, was really? Giovanni Cabotto. I had no idea about that. Yeah, so he was anglicised and called John Cabot. Um, do you know what his ship was called? Which you can see, the, uh, called the Matthew. All right. It uh, had 18 crew. Yeah, there you are, so that's what you call research boss. The reason I thought True research from, on a Saturday. I just thought Cabot Circus. Maybe that's because he's from Bristol. Was, well, he, 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 it, it was launched from Bristol. It was a Bristol yeah. crew, all the people on the, on sure. the ship. Uh, so actually, you'll enjoy this. Um, they actually, I think they actually set out from Bristol uh, with a plan uh, to go to Asia. And they ended up, they don't know for certain, but they think they, he ended up in Newfoundland. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> bit, bit far off. Yeah, so that, that's, that's where Cabot's little voyage took him. So, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, Cabot forever synonymous uh, with with Bristol. Um, now, I, 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 yeah, so and then we have no, we don't. That's that's one two. Uh, we have in 1530, Henry VIII's uh, divorce request was denied by the Pope. So this is obviously um, he was he trying to divorce. Oh, which was first the one? first one? Um, not. You're allowed to answer this if you want, Ben. Yeah, I, like I, I, I know. know. I know. I know. Not, not that, Catherine of Aragon. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I know that Drew's shoes are well and fully filled by your souls today. Uh, anyway, that's a bad joke. Um, yeah, so obviously this led to um, to uh, England leaving the Catholic Church and becoming... Um, that's quite a baller move, isn't it? I'll just invent my own religion then. Yeah, well, you know, I already have. So I'm, I'm, <laughs> me, me and Henry, he might be a complete tankard. But I think you'd have quite a lot in common in some ways. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tempt me. Uh, so moving on, 1623. This is a really sad fact, this. Yeah. This is 1623, for goodness sake. Mm. Virginia mm. enacts the first temperance law in, in the, of any state. Without trying to sounding stupid, what does that mean? What's a temperance law? Not drinking. Oh, Okay. Yeah, temperance. As a British person, I don't know what that means. Yeah, there used to be a very famous movement in America in the 1870s, led by women, and it was called the American, something like the American Ladies' Temperance Movement. Oh, right. Uh, which was totally against the drinking of I, alcohol. I did know it was very frowned upon to drink alcohol, and even to this day, you, bra- you it gets put in like a brown bag, doesn't it, if you buy it? Well, I found when I, yes, we'll come on to my Californian ventures. I, I always found um, myself, having been to America many times, their attitude to alcohol was very um, hypocritical. So on the one hand, it's freely available. You know, when you go into a supermarket in America, the the quantity and the you know the the diversity. I can remember looking in going into Walmart and looking at the alcohol, thinking, oh, you know, alcoholics paradise, be being an alcoholic. Uh, <laughs> and then and then you go in a bar and you ask for the third drink and they look at you like you're a Scumbag. bugger or something. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, sure. It's uh, yeah, it's, it's quite startling. Anyway, so um, 
next we have in 1824. Uh, this is quite an interesting one. This we have the first Burmese war. Oh yeah. So I bet many, I know many people in Britain would know this. So we declared war on Burma. Mm. Britain declared war on Burma in 1824. I don't know or, much about that war, to be honest. No, nor do I. That's why I mentioned. It. <laughs> I think they were neither does anyone. Burma. Yeah. Would oh, you, why? You, why were they declared war upon? Why? Why would we attack Burma? Yeah. Why? why it's sort of the middle war? of Asia, isn't it? And it's um. You know, I had exotic it, spices. We, <laughs> if no one knows much about it, then maybe it was like a, a boring nil-nil football draw. Nothing yeah, really happened. Yeah. Nothing Max, to report. Oli Gunnar Solskjaer was in charge of the army in that particular <laughs> match. So, sorry, Oli, we do love you normally. Yeah. Um, next, um, we have in 1836, Samuel Colt manufactures the first ah, pistol. Yeah. Yeah. So Colt, you know, for, forever synonymous uh, with gunfire. Yeah, they think that more deaths have been caused by his firearms than any other in the world. And then um, quite an interesting one, this, in again in 1836. Um, roughly, they think, about 2,500 Mexicans, Mexican army, overwhelmed the Alamo. Mm. Uh, and they reckon there were about 250 people in the Alamo. Um, and some really famous names from Western history. So we have, um, we have Houston, uh, Jim Bowie, mm-hmm. Davy Crockett. You know, real, real heroes of... Mm. Um, of the Wild West, mm. uh, all met their end in the Alamo. See the John Wayne film, or I can't remember who was in the recent one. Oh, I don't know. I think it's been made it's been at least remade, twice. Yeah. Um, so in the original version of John Wayne, Richard Widmark, um, and really, really great actors. So um, we'll talk about that a bit more. So uh, effectively, the Alamo fell, but it, you know, it, it basically uh, served to stir uh, the Californians into further. No, in unity, really, and uh, led, obviously, to California becoming part of America. And then final, final fact, uh, overrunning here. Uh, funny enough, I was, this came up on University Challenge last week. So in 1869, Dmitry Mendeleev uh, presented the first periodic table of elements. Uh, one, one of the things I feel very disappointed about in myself is my knowledge of the periodic table is not very good. Mine isn't yeah. either. So um, here's one thing I'd like to revise more as well. So anyway, over, having overrun boss by a lot. On this week in history. Ah, didn't say who I was. Who are I you? can remember. Who are you? I don't know. Mr. Paul Waite. Mr. Paul Waite. Oh yeah, I remember him. Yeah, I can be him sometimes. That's like, good. That reminded me of like when Gandalf comes back as Gandalf the White. And they call him Gandalf, yeah. and he's like, oh, that's what Gandalf! They, that's what they used to call me. Yeah. <laughs> because it wasn't done properly, do you want me to just... Um, on this week in history with Paul Waite. Is that better? Yeah, that's, that's pretty good, yeah. Well, you I can like tell you've worked in radio for a while, Ben. <laughs> 1876, Alexander Graham Bell receives a patent for the telephone. Mm. Where would we be? Where would we be without telephones? I mean, I don't know about you, I remember a couple of times I've, I've lost my mobile phone or, you know, gone, had to go to the hospital or something, and uh, it's almost like panic. You get panic-stricken about yeah, where your phone funny, is, you know? It? Yeah, it's weird. You're cut off from society. How am I going to read my emails without my iPhone? How am I ever going to talk to Ben Eltham? It's strange, though, because... My like, little weekly cosy chat over hobnobs and a hot yeah. chocolate. It's funny, considering... By the fire. The mobile phone Of is, glebe. Because <laughs> mobile phones are like a relatively new invention. Yeah, we just can't live without them now, can we? No, we can't live with them, and you can't live without them. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just trying... I, you know, I cannot see... My second fact. Oh, there we are. 1899, aspirin was patented by Bayer. This is Bayer as in um, Bayer München, as in Germany. Mm -hmm. Still very, very big. In fact, Bayer, I think Bayer, sponsored Bayern Munich, Benjamin. 
Uh, the inventor was actually credited as being Felix Hoffman. So again, where would we all be? Where would all you women be without your aspirins for your headaches that take place every Saturday As- after your oh, husbands aspirin. have been aspirin? Aspirin. Yeah. I thought you had aspirin. After your husbands have had three hobnobs and a chocolate. Yeah. yeah. No, husband, don't. I'm on the aspirin. They say, well, or the aspirin even. We had to say that. Yeah. It's useful for quite a lot of things. It's used as like heart medication, <laughs> isn't it? Aspirin as well. <laughs> 1912, actually a great man. I think um, when I was younger, because I was so into the captain, you know, to um, Scott, Robert Falcon Scott, Mm. uh, and his heroic attempt to get to the pole. uh, And he was beaten, obviously, by Roald Amundsen. So I used to sort of see wrongly Amundsen as like a baddie somehow, you know, because it wasn't fair that poor old Scotty, obviously my mum being a Scott as well. um, But, you know, there's no doubt this this man is a legend. And um, in 1912, he announced the discovery of the South Pole. Mm. So Roald Amundsen from Norway. Um, And I have to say, I think if you actually look at the strategy of Scott against Amundsen, I think I would rather be in Amundsen's camp every day. So rest in peace, Robert Falcon Scott, uh, one of the great heroes, I think, of British history. Um, This is quite an interesting one. I didn't know this. Um, in 1918, um, Finland allied with Germany. Did they? And what a stupid thing to do. I the last year of the war. I did not know that. No. I quite like Finns as well. I've decided hmm. not to like them anymore. No. So when you finish people, try to listen to my show in future, right? You have to ask permission and, and, and ring me up and I'll decide whether you can. Do you know what the deciding factors were in that? R- Russia, I reckon. Mm, yeah, yeah, Russia, yeah that's, that's actually a good yeah. shout. Yeah. Fear of Russia, mm. let's go and ally with yeah. their enemies. Sort of thing, yeah, right? sure. Um, 1926. This is quite interesting. This. So it just shows this is, what, 95 years ago. Uh, China asked for a seat on the Security Council. Did they? Yeah. This is post-imperial China. Were they allowed? No, I don't think they were, no. Yeah, they had to stand. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously in those days, China was always at war with Japan and Russia pretty yeah. much all the time. Uh, and struggling uh, struggling internally with massive divisions um in uh, 19 we were talking about this um i think two weeks ago on the show um about the coming to power of hitler and i made the point that actually the germans actually did vote for him you know mm. it's, it's always portrayed now that you know yeah. it's never yeah you know the, the it's never the fault of the germans you know it was, it's this sort of this terrible alien took over and you know you and, need and to gets, remember that he was voted into power but this is the point this is the fact callum mm. you see in 1933 the the nazis win won a majority in the election yeah um and uh they had 43.9 percent of the vote Mm-hmm. So it just shows, actually, I was quite staggered by this. 17.2 million people voted for the Nazis. Yeah. And I think, you know, the lesson to take away from that isn't that, you know, to isn't it's just to take it as a lesson going forward in life, you know? Yes. So trying to make up time. And a final fact on this one. So stuff it to you, Jerry. <laughs> 1936. The Spitfire made its first flight. So the Spitfire for synonymous with the Battle of Britain. Uh, and without the Battle of Britain then we wouldn't have given you boys one hell of a beating. Do you know which car manufacturer made the <laughs> Spitfire engine? Volkswagen. Rolls-Royce. <laughs> That's a joke. Yeah. Anyway, Rolls-Royce engines. It just wasn't very funny. Bringing you the news of old on This Week in History with Paul Waite. Bringing you the news of old. And I have remembered who I am, Ben. It's good to know. Well yeah, over well 10 minutes. That's, that was pretty good. So I hope you really enjoyed that classic track from Jeff Buckley. Um, someone who deserves to be a legend. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but probably someone who's hugely appreciated by people in the know, I'd say. More, yeah, yeah. Probably, probably true to say. Um, so the last few facts today. 
1944. So carrying on, uh, Fritz, you damn well deserve it for giving us a good punch, us Brits and the Yankee people coming too late. Uh, 1944, the US Air Force begins daylight bombing of Berlin. Mm. Um, one of the things that's become quite controversial um, in history now is that you see a lot of programs now about the Germans complaining about this, which um, I have no truck for at all, considering you know all the things they did to us. So it's like, you know, yeah. we're allowed to give you a damn good beating, but you're, you're, not, you're, yeah, not allowed to, you're not allowed to defend yourselves. You know, it's a little bit like a bully, uh, isn't it? That like beats up a kid, and then oh, what the day that the kid decides oh. to punch him back, he's like, "What? <laughs> How yeah. dare you do that?" Oh, so so true, Callum. <laughs> uh, 1946. Um, I don't really know enough about this, so I'm a bit confused about this. So France recognizes Vietnam's statehood. So I'm thinking, well, it did. Why did that then? In, why did you know, like five years later, did the war start or whatever in Vietnam? Right, so I'm a bit, a bit confused me. about that. Me. So it must have been something to do with the fact the communist faction growing, mm. getting power in Vietnam. So uh, if anybody know the answer to that question, you can come and write in and tell us in on um, on what what is it? Aspen w What's the email address? Aspenwakeradio.com. Yeah, you can email. Uh, ben at AspenWaitRadio.com There we go That's the one on the top of my head Yeah Okay Won't do you any good But uh, you can do it. <laughs> uh, it In 1946 We had Winston Churchill's Famous Iron Curtain speech mm, Yeah so, An iron curtain Is descending upon Europe He said mm-hmm. Or something like that um, It's funny actually I mean, You know I've been watching A lot of YouTube stuff About American people Not knowing much mm. uh, the, the, the number of Americans That think that uh, The Iron Curtain Or the Cold War Was a proper war Oh, like, really? And when it sounds like the Cold War, you know, it's one of their answers. They mm. actually think it's a proper war. So the Iron Curtain speech was obviously um, just about synonymous with the start of, of the Cold War. Mm-hmm. Um, then we have in 1964, uh, a man who for a while I really admired, and now he's massively overrated in my opinion, uh, Cassius Clay changed his name to Muhammad Ali. Mm. Um, I think looking back, in my opinion, two, two of the bentest fights in world history, mm. uh, the Sonny Liston first fight, uh, and, and obviously the Foreman Rumble of the Jungle, yeah. which was a total disgrace. Uh, if you watch the, the, the two Liston fights, Bearing in mind that Liston was like considered to be an animal, yeah, like, like was, yeah people you know, were terrified of him. Um, and you know, he just like falls over. You know, mm. watch it over. I've watched it over and over again. And um, I know that yeah. one of the reasons why Muhammad Ali didn't like Joe Frazier is because Joe Frazier refused to call him by that name. He'd always call him Cassius Clay, and he used well, to really wind him. Muhammad well, I think Ali. It's probably quite sensible. It's, it's a good tactic. Isn't I, it? So if I ever get to fight a Muhammad Ali, I'd go, "Hey, <laughs> hey, Cass, it's, it's, how you doing there, Cass?" Yeah. I'd say. Yeah, as I jabbed him away. Probably quite hard, except he's passed ah, away. Paul Waite has won a majority decision <laughs> by points with his superior jabbing. Say, so take that, Cass. Uh, 1968, the BBC broadcasts the news for the first time in colour. Oh, really? That's quite interesting, isn't it? What year was that, sorry? 1968. Mm. Mm. When I was, You were probably watching? When I was about naught months. Yeah. Eight then, even. I don't know if I was watching. I don't know. Being so poor, we probably didn't afford to have it. Something like that, mate. Aw. Yeah. Weren't that poor, were you? Yeah, very poor. <laughs> you get on the hand living a life of privilege. Yep, that's it. Yeah, 1974, an unnamed Italian industrialist. This is, it's extraordinary. That's right, then, guys. You've all got to play this game, right? This is the most that anyone's ever lost in roulette in one session. So how much do you think this guy lost? Oh, hell of a lot of money. Probably like 60 million or something. No, not, not as much as that. An unnamed industri- in, in Italian industrialist loses a record £1.92 million. Pounds. I'm too honest, I, I, thought, I thought it would be more for the record. Yeah, so there we are. And the last fact today, uh, 2018, 
Uh, Forbes names Jeff Bezos, as in the founder of Amazon. Isn't it Bezos? Bezos. <laughs> I stand corrected. Although he does now sound like a snack. <laughs> yeah, he does, doesn't he? <laughs> hey, Jeff. Just grab me some Get all the nachos with your Bezos. Grab me some salt and vinegar Bezos, please. I wish I was Bezos with him. He's got a bit of cash, hasn't he? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll see how much you have a guess. World's richest man. Yeah, just take what, reckon his, what do you reckon uh, his wealth was then? In dollars, this is. I haven't got a clue. So obviously, billions. $112 billion. That's insane, isn't it? Just don't need that amount of money. Well, he could, he could give it to me. And then I, if he gave me a bit, he still have a billion left over. So, well. Yeah. Uh, and Bill Gates, for the record, was second. So, hope you enjoyed On This Week in History. A nice varied mix of stuff mm. today, I thought. We went all over the globe. We've done, we've done lots of different types of things. Aspen Weight Radio Podcasts. Educate. Entertain. Enjoy.